it's lights out and away we go! What's up, guys and girls, and welcome back to the F1 podcast. I'm joined by David. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. So it's a bit of a... It was a bit of a... Interesting... Austria. Careful what you careful Austria. what you see. If you cross a white line, you'll get a penalty. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I was uh, sure by the end of it, even Crofty was going to end up with one. <laughs> Jesus, I mean, that was just. Yeah, what was it you said to me? Twelve hundred separate. They said violations it was. They said it was one thousand two hundred across the entire weekend. That's that. There needs to be serious changes. But the no, the well, the changes need to come from the drivers. Stay within the white lines. It's quite simple. It's like you driving down a road. Oh yeah. Stay no. within your lane. <laughs> no, that. But it was just. You know, if you if you if you run too wide out of a corner on the road and run over an old granny, you're not just going to get a warning for it. No, I mean, you know, not. Um, God, I can't find what I was looking for then. Before <laughs> we, uh, I mean, before we kick this off, I do want to say condolences about the Dutch driver who, yeah, the du- and, and the, another one killed at Spa. Yeah, he was eighteen, eighteen years of age. This is where it's, it's kind of difficult for me because as much as I love Spa, you know I do. I've made no plans mm. about it in the past. Even I accept this is it is not good if we're losing multiple drivers. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's. Did you did you see what Alan had sent in the end? Yeah, I did. And it was a a shocker. You know, you know, my heart goes out to the guy that hit. Oh yeah, that guy will be traumatized. He's got, to, he's got to live with that. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and it wasn't his fault. He has no blame in that situation. No, because the car... But that, but that doesn't change what you feel. No, because the car obviously hit the barrier. It hit bounced the barrier back into bounced, the track. Bounced back into the track. <laughs> the same place that we lost um, Anton the other year. And... Was, well, you remember, no. was Hubert... Was Anton Hubert not just slightly, it was slightly f- further, further it was down? Further back, wasn't it? But it was yeah. the same piece oh. of track and... And obviously oh, Norris had that massive accident, was it last year or the year before at this point? It was last year, wasn't it? Because the year before was the race that never happened. We had two laps behind the safety car and called it a win. Yeah, it was the... It was, it was last year, Norris had that massive crash in qualifying in tricky conditions. And Seb stopped. Yeah. Now, we all know what Spa can be like for weather. We've each been a running joker Spa that it can be pissly down at one end of the track and bone dry at the other. Mm. Due to the topography of the area. But, yeah. like I say, it's... What do you do? I don't want to see us not race there. I think that would be a shame. It would be a shame to the people of that area, the Belgians, the industries that rely on the racetrack for survival. But, at the same time... Mm. See, we don't send them lads out there and not expecting them not to come home. Well, yeah. It's it's just... It's one of them things. It happens. Oh, <clears throat> I've said, I've said in the past, motorsport is dangerous. You are never going to take every little bit of danger out of it without killing it. No. That's just the way it is. And I think we should be so proud of the record that motorsport, certainly F1 in particular, has... I mean, Jules was the last driver we lost at a race weekend in Formula 1. You know, and let me just fact-check before I finish this sentence. That was 2015, so that was eight years ago at this point. Yeah. You know, nobody's... As far as I'm aware, we've not even had a death of, like, a Marshall or anything, have we? You know, that's... No. 
No, there's been there's been nothing else there's been nothing else since that fateful incident. Mm. And we've seen some horrific crashes that people walk away from. Which is insane. But like, Yeah, I don't wanna to bring too much of a macabre. Just like going back into obviously it's race week, so obviously it'll be Silverstone at the weekend. Guan Yu Zhou was the perfect example. Oh yeah, oh yeah, God. That... When he went between, when he went up, and, you know, you remember him sliding along the track, car flipping up, hitting yeah. the catch fence, and straight down the side of that barrier. Yeah. Let's hope they sorted that out this year. We'll soon find out. Oh, I've no doubt it will. They'll have... And it's one of those situations, and it's such a horrible, because it's that one in a million shot. Yeah. You could stand there and throw that car, and you'd never hit where he hit. No. I always think back to, and I am going to blank on how many years, a lot of years ago now, where a marshal was killed at, at um, Canada. And I always remember the comment, a wheel and tyre that was 18 inches tall went through a gap in the fence that was 20 inches tall. Yeah. Hit the guy and killed him. Mm. It's like, do you know what I mean? It's If your numbers come up, it's horrible, but... Jesus Christ, that was some bad luck. Yeah. But, no, it's... I mean, obviously, the driver talked about it. Stroll, in particular, I heard, was very vocal. Stroll was... After the race, Stroll was vocal. You know, and... Stuff's going to be said, and is there going to be changes? I mean, there's not a lot they can change about Spam, unfortunately, because of what it is and where it is. That's not just... Like I say, it's not just Formula 1 that uses Spam, either. It's, um... Oh, all, all levels of motorsport. There's the... The superbikes race there. Yeah, they do it. Well, the... That's normally the big one for pushing safety is the superbikes, because obviously... Well, they do it at Red Bull, that's what they do at the Red Bull ring. That's why they... That's why we got rid of all the sausage curbs that year, wasn't it? Because they found out the superbikes super hit those. Well, it wasn't just for the super... It wasn't just for superbikes, it was because of incident. The quarter sparked the whole thing off as well. No, there were certain bits that were changed at... Austria, Red Bull Ring, for, uh, to accommodate the superbikes. Yeah, as far as I was aware, a lot of the sausage curly backer was because if a bike hit them, the guy was going to register on local airport radar. Mm. And, yeah, going back to um, Austria, I mean, I've... Well, let's let's start because I think we both agree. Neither of us saw practice, neither of us saw the sprint shootout. No. So we can't comment about those, unfortunately. Apologise. Life gets in the way of these things. I was quite lucky I got to see as much as I did, to be honest with you. Well, I ain't, I'm definitely but, not going to be able to see practice at Silverstone due to timings. No, I'm I'm hoping to hit record on Quali and watch it later. Mm. At least I'm not trying to hit Quali and the sprint. You know, the sprint race, to be honest, made it awkward. As much as I will say, what a weekend of racing. If you ignore the front. And I can't believe I'm saying that. What do you mean if you ignore the front? Well, apart from one move on Leclerc, which I will come to in the race, the front sort of went off and did its own thing. But I'm, on about, the, the I'm team, on about the sprint. Yeah, well, we've got quality to get through first. Which I know. <laughs> I will say... As much as I love the guy, what the fuck was Perez doing? <laughs> exactly. This is what I mean. Um... It, keep it inside the line. He was, trying to do what I, he was trying to do what I did to Alan last week, I'm sure of it. Yeah, but Perez had a mare. What was it? Three times he had a lap disqualified in Q2, which then meant he didn't make Q3. Yeah. It just, yeah, just. I mean, he wasn't the only driver. Don't get me wrong, but he was the only one who got that many disallowed, as far as I'm aware. Um, I believe, yeah, I believe so. He just, he just wasn't. I don't know what it was. I mean, they were. They were. I mean, we talk about the FIA being consistent and non-consistent, but Jesus, holy. Christ, that was 
overpower. Was it though? I mean, we had this little bit of a discussion before we came online. And I still stand by a simple fact. If you go outside the white lines, that's it. We, you know, if you make that the golden rule, it's that simple. It's the same for every driver. There is a way to drive that lap without going outside that white line. Yeah, Fernando Alonso found that one out. I think Russell got very little penalty. Norris didn't get a lot, did he? There's a few drivers that managed. Uh, Norris got a... He did get warnings, but... Yeah, I don't know. I mean... It was... Qualifying was just usual, really, apart from Perez and his little bit of a shocker. Well done to Albon once again. I mean, to me, he is driving the wheels off that sodding Williams right now. Yeah. I mean, the how the, that Williams seems to be good. That Williams has a lot of straight line speed. It's not great in corners, but it's bloody quick in a straight line. It's like mm. I built it. It's well, one of my F123 cars, ridiculous in a straight line, but can't corner for toffee. Yeah, that's about right. <laughs> that's generally how I build them, which is great because no bugger can overtake you because by the time you get up to speed, you've gone. <laughs> yeah. It's... I, I mean, you I just wonder if I can have right. a look. I've got the quality. You know, look at... We had Ferrari a lot closer to Red Bull than they'd been for quite a while. I was just trying to see if I could do a lap by... I was just seeing what the lap by lap thing was all about for qualifying. I mean... That just doesn't help me at all. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, Ferrari had... Pace? They just... The problem is with the Ferrari is they are good in a one-lap situation. Race pace, still not there. Yeah. I mean, let's be honest, at least, at least the Ferrari managed a race of the Red Bull Ring without detonating this year. That is true, because it was at the Red Bull Ring that it detonated, yeah. didn't it? But yeah, we so qualifying, like we say, I mean, obviously now, Norris drove his heart out. We had a Haas in the top ten, we had the Williams... You know, okay, it takes a Red Bull to drop out, don't get me wrong, but... We had one Merc in the top ten. One Merc, yeah. Um, yeah, Russell just missed out. Yeah, he missed out because he got pushed. Hmm. Um, so, remember what I... Right, okay, so, to clarify, I said to Alan and David that there was some news that was on the development that... De Vries's seat was under scrutiny before summer break. Well, it's now, yeah. It's now no. being quashed no. by Horner. Um, I will say, Horner said the exact right thing. You don't say publicly that a driver's seat's under threat while they're driving for you. Well, tell, maybe he should tell Helmut Marko to shut his fucking mouth then. Because it, yeah, it was him that cause said the, it. Because the comments were about him and about Perez as well, and Christian said the exact right thing, which is, no, there are drivers, they're driving for us. Yeah, well, Helmut Marko should, should learn to shut his fucking gob. Which is exactly what you should say, because you don't go around telling... Because <laughs> you don't was... go around telling a driver that his seat's under threat, because well, that's really no, going to motivate It wasn't that. Helmut Marko would been speaking to some fucking German reporters. And that's but what it had been about. But we kind of go back to what we've had this discussion before. Yeah, he may be an old guy. Yes, he may be some fucking high wig, big wig of up in the Red Bull lot, but it's like, look. Watch what you're saying, yeah. You know. Or watch who you're saying it to. Yeah, but it's like, if the drivers speak out about the FIA, they get fucking bollock for that. Oh, yeah. They get bollocked by the FIA. So why? What gives Helmut Marko the right? And I don't give a shit. I am a Red Bull fan, but this has really annoyed me. What gives him the right to go out and say that 
about them two drivers if it's not true. I will say what <coughs> don't we what Hana put out as public may not represent what's going on under the surface. Alpha Tauri by next year are not gonna be Alpha Tauri. No. They're not. They're they're rebranding. I know that for a fact. But yes, okay, DeVries DeVries showed promise at Monza when he stepped in. But the car was a lot better than the piece of shit he's got now. Yeah. The other car this year. So I mean let's be fair, Yuki's sort of out driving it a little bit at the moment, I think. He's actually coming on a lot stronger than maybe we've given him credit for in the past. Well yeah, but this is what I mean. Yuki stepped up since Gasly buggered off. But mm. Yuki had a bit of a shocker and all in the race. Mm. But before the race, there's the sprint. Well, we know which that. was some of the best racing we've seen in quite a while. I mean, okay, we've had we Baku sprint, mm, meh. That was exciting. Oh, throw a bit of wet weather into a sprint race and. Wow, it gets, From, it gets interesting. Allow the two Red Bulls to fight. Oh, yeah, Pe- Perez. <laughs> I'd, I'd say Helmut's comments possibly worked in that Perez felt the need to stake a claim, shall we say. Stake a fuck. It was getting a bit tasty. Well, it was when he had Verstappen pretty much off the track going up the second straight. <laughs> You know, we were getting visions of the two Mercs at um, Barcelona that year. Yeah. Rosberg and Hamilton that time. It wasn't, yeah, but a bit like Russell and Hamilton at, during qualifying. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this year. I'm going back, was it, was it 2016? Rosberg and Hamilton managed to collide up at turn three. Yeah. And took each other out. I mean, Max underbraked himself and was heading straight for the rear end of Perez, I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> Which they managed to avoid, but did let, was it Hulkenberg Hulken- the mix? Yeah, he's just like, what the hell is going on? It was just crazy. It was good racing. Really oh, was it, good racing. Like I said, we actually had a really good weekend. Like I, said, I kind of have to go by the ignore first place, and the rest of the field actually gave us some really good racing this weekend. I mean, considering, like I say, considering Norris was in third and Hulkenberg were in fourth for the sprint grid. Yeah. And obviously the Ferraris were in a bit of trouble. Because Leclerc, didn't Leclerc, Leclerc got penalty? For impe- yeah, they got, got for impeding. Max got looked at for one, but it never come to anything, did it? No. If I remember right. Mm. But, you know, you had the likes of Verstappen, Perez, Norris, Hulkenberg, Sainz, Alonso and Stroll. Mm. And then Ocon, Leclerc, K-Mag, Albon, Gasly, Sonoda, De Vries, Russell, all the way down in 15th. Mm. Hamilton in 18th. Yeah. Hamilton back in 18th and it was just like this is about to get tasty even with the Mercs back there yeah it was going to get feisty and oh boy did I'm kind, of, I'm kind of disappointed now that the spring no longer dictates the rain the grid for Sunday you know because you look at that finishing order from the race, you know, Hamilton's still in 10th, Leclerc in 12th. I think that would have given us an interesting... Yeah, and the fact that you had Sainz and Stroll and Alonso up there. <laughs> and Hulkenberg. You know what I mean? That could have given us a very interesting race, but... They've now done... <laughs> to so, be honest... So, Fleming, print sprint shootout now dictates the rate grid for the sprint, doesn't it? Yeah. The qualifying we did on Friday was the grid for Sunday. Yes. I mean, who decided to cock that one up big style? Oh, wait. 
Stefano Domenicali. Um, <laughs> Good old Liberty Media. I do like a lot of what they've done, but yeah, sometimes it's... Hmm. I don't... I don't... Honestly, I don't like the new format. Because if you've noticed, even... Well, I've never seen it, but that it's a mandatory tyre they have to run in the sprint shootout. Well, obviously, that um, that would obviously be null and void if there was, say, wet conditions or whatever. Yeah, if there was wet conditions, it would have to I be... Mean, the, I mean, they, but... already got, they already got rid of the rule that said you had to start the race on your Q2 set of tyres. Yeah, I know. Which was great news for me, because it means I can run softs and still start on hard. You can but run softs and still start on hards. You can run softs in qualifying and still start. Oh yeah, on yeah, hard, yeah. You start with the old system. I would have had to qualify on hards. Mm. You know, to have those tires for the race. So it's good news for me, but I must admit it kind of added. It added a bit of tacticalness because you think to yourself, if you knew your car had the speed to get to Q3, do you yeah. qualify on mediums just to make sure, just so you get them for the race? Yeah. You have that bit of tactics you could think and you could use. Someone like the Red Bulls probably could get away with running the mediums in Q2 and still comfortably get themselves mm. into third, qualifying three, whereas someone who cast out the bottom end of the ten, less likely. Mm. Sorry, I was just having a quick Obviously, look through the F1 site, and then I, it, they, they showed the new the McLaren for Silverstone. Yeah, the chrome livery. I mean, he's had a chrome livery on him most of the year, but not that kind. Mm. Boom, boom. I still <clears> love <throat> that tweet of theirs, show chrome wheels on an F1 car. Yeah. It was just the chrome logos. Mm. Nerd puns. But... Yeah, the... Like we say, the one of the sprint has to be probably the better, the the better one of. How many sprints we had? Two so far this year. We've still got about four to go. Or did we lose one in one of the races we lost? Haven't we? We've had two. Baku and Austria. Yeah, no, it's Baku and Austria. But we would, we would have had this. Would that would have been the. Third. Third, I'm pretty sure we lost. Because we lost. Was it Imola? Could have been. Was Imola supposed to be a spring weekend? Uh. Yeah, sec. Won't tell me because it all got null and voided, so it won't give me. Just got called off. Yeah. When you click on it on the website, it just comes up. Um, no results currently available. Hmm. Which is annoying, but... Race program... No. Yeah, I'm pretty sure we should have had a third one that... Well, it could have been either China or Imola, because they're the two races we've lost. Yeah, I think it was Imola that was going to be the next sprint. I, I would say to... that makes more sense, but actually, probably because China would actually be a good track for a sprint. Yeah, that I'm... massive, long back straight. Oh, yeah, I'm just, I was just trying to think of... Whether it was because of I'm trying to think of the game. <laughs> I can't remember now because China obviously doesn't appear in the game, or it hasn't for me. China oh, I just not the... go far enough. No, China's in the game. Just didn't. Just doesn't go on the calendar. Oh, so you can add it in, but you can't. I think you can add it in. Yeah. Oh, okay. Because uh, I think Portugal was in there and all. But yeah, the sprint was... It was good. It was a good race. I mean... You know, obviously the bloody... Red Bulls. Wouldn't you love to have been a fly on the wall at the end to hear what they were saying to each other? <laughs> Oh, yeah. Because that was just... You could see oh, they were oh. they were a bit pissed at each other. Oh, did they pissed at each other? I think Max was probably annoyed that he didn't just get let through. 
But like I, said, I think Perez really does believe that he's driving for his seat right now, and he's probably not far off the truth. To be honest, I think Red Bull would be a fucking fool to get rid of Perez. You know I'm going to agree with you on that one. I'm sorry, <laughs> but Perez is a bloody good driver. Okay, Perez. he doesn't all... He doesn't, oh, he, he's, he's, he's had his struggles. But... Perez is a fantastic second driver. I'll say that. I don't think he would ever lead a team, and I, I genuinely don't like the fact I'm saying that, but that's honestly what I believe. I don't think he's quite got it to lead a team. Neither is Yuki, but Yuki's having a bloody good go. Well, Yuki's still been thrown at you, hasn't he? <laughs> but you know what I mean? It's Yeah. I think it... <laughs> how Max is, and he proved it in the race. He got back up there. Oh, yeah. We, say, we said it the last year when Albon was in that car. He would go nowhere. He would If he started bad, he'd disappear. Yeah. Perez doesn't. Perez fights. Um, we no. know Perez fights. <laughs> Jesus. You know, he had some great battles. I actually didn't vote for him for driver of the day in the end, but he had some blooming great battles. No, I give Norris. Likewise, I actually think he deserved <laughs> it. It was a great drive from him. Yep. Watching him drive around a complaining Hamilton was beautiful. <sighs> you know, I'll take watching a, watching a McLaren drive around a Mercedes any day of the week. The customer car driving around the... <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the customer car leaving you behind. And then for the and then for the final at the end with the amended results pro Hamilton to get dropped below Russell. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but as we, oh, yeah, as we... I, I know we've talked about him in the past a lot, but by God, his moaning was on another level that race. He wouldn't just shut. Um, okay, Norris got him first. When Toto had to come onto the radio to, to tell try him to just drive the car. Down. Well, just to tell him to drive the car. Look, I know the car's bad. Just drive it. It's in other yeah. words, shut the fuck up, stop your bitching, and just get on with it. Get on with your job, yeah. You get paid enough. I mean... Okay, sometimes, I, you know, I'll ro- when Max starts complaining, I'll roll my eyes, because it's like, oh, Max, just shut the fuck up and just drive. You know what I mean? Every driver does it. Every driver does it. We don't hear two-thirds of it. No. They're all trying to get one up on each other. It's the little mind games. Alonso's a beauty at it. <laughs> I don't know who he is. He can play the mind games better than pretty much anybody else on that grid. Mm. I'm sure if he wasn't in F1, he'd be a psychiatrist to summer because he's just got that. You know, there was that lovely comment from Stroll in the sprint, wasn't there? Come on, let's not fight each other and we can... <laughs> but Fernando Alonso was like... Yeah. No. Yeah, they... Anybody else have visions of Fernando is faster than you coming across the radio? Mm. <laughs> but it was just... Yeah, I was just like... God, is he going to... Is he going to is, is continue this bitching? He probably did. I didn't actually see any post-race stuff from him. I must admit, I saw one or two interviews. I didn't see a huge amount. I saw... The clip, I don't know where it was... Uh, no, that was Canada. I saw the clip at Canada where Norris shot down a reporter. Hmm. Like I said, I saw the bit where... I think I saw him like, talking to like, Stroll and Alonso when say Stroll was talking I about... S- I saw Stroll where they was talking about the, the changes at Spa and all that, and he's quite mm. vocal about it. And... To be honest, if the drivers don't do anything, then... They're a bit stupid, but I think they will. Because I know yeah, Gasly will. Gasly mm. will be very vocal about it. Was it Gasly? When he won at Monza, he just... Yeah. When he sat well, there he... that year on the podium. He did an Italian car, didn't he? That's half of it. He was in Alfa Tauri. Yeah, and he would... Yeah, yeah. but it wasn't that yeah. way. We, we, we've said it before, and I opened the joke. I was talking about it, actually. Because they were then, you know... To win Monza in an Italian car, in particular a red one, mm. is, and this is coming from somebody who isn't a Ferrari fan, it is another level. Yeah. 
You are a god to the Tifosi for you winning a Ferrari. And guess what? <laughs> I can't see it happening this year. No, I mean, Leclerc's done it. Vettel managed it. Mm. And then it'd be Kimi, wouldn't it? Kimi's still the last F1 world champion. Yep. I mean, I must admit, talk about timing of today, my Facebook memories was a that joking comment that I put up, I think it was a year ago, of Charles Leclerc. I'd, I'd actually know if there's truth in it or not. I could almost believe. I'm just going to try and find it again just so I can quote it correctly. Mm. But, uh, if you want to just pad for a second. Yeah, I'm just going to pad. <laughs> but it was... <laughs> I mean, the race start. I was I was hoping for I was I was willing for a little bit of wet weather, just a little bit of wet weather to spice yeah, things up a bit. No, but I think the stewards did that themselves. Jesus Christ! <laughs> I know we bitch and moan, you know. Sometimes I go on my FIA rant and say, you know, there's no consistency. Yes, they were being consistent about track limits. But I noticed when I was just having a scroll through Facebook (laughs) and Twitter, just having a quick flick through Crofty's Twitter about it all. And they are massive Hamilton fans on there. (laughs) We're bitching at Paris. Here we are, the comments, it was a year ago, and say it seems to fit, and it's Leclerc. He says, my dream is to win the WC with Ferrari, like Seb. Reporter, wait, when did Seb win the WC with Ferrari? Leclerc, no, but he used to dream about it as well. (laughs) (laughs) It still seems as fitting today as it did. Yeah. 3rd of July 2022 for me to date when we record this. God, yeah. But, yeah, and like I said, I know we bitch about it and it's just... I get his consistency, I get his track limits, but it has to have been one of the most highest we've ever had in a race, I would guess. And and this is where... For the second time, I'm a little bit torn on it because, like I say, to me, track limits are simple, but at the same time, I've said in the past, I hate races that are decided three hours after it finishes in the the steward's room. And that's how it... That's how... Well, the top three classification was as is... But it did Norris a favour. It bumped him up. It's bumped his points that yeah. he picked up. It bumped him up. It moved a few around. Like, but but there was a I mean, lot. Fair, fair, play of... to, fair play to Aston Martin for bringing that one and barreling it through the FIA. Yeah, well, I don't sort of kind of don't blame them. You know. No, I don't. <laughs> As we said before, every team's trying to do it. Every it, team, that's why you hear the drivers going, he just went outside the line. <laughs> yeah, it bumped Norris up to fourth. Did it, did I it mean, bump, wasn't did Hamilton it complaining about brake issues? Or... Yeah. He was complaining about brake issues. That's why he couldn't stay on track, apparently. Yeah. Um, and it's just like, do you really have brake issues, or are you just saying that just to try and save your ass from getting penalties? <laughs> I still say, well, I always say, surely if you have brake issues, you should have done quicker than everybody else. Well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, the amount of penalties that went on. The only retiree was Hulkenberg, because don't know what happened to his car, but his car seemed to get very smoky all of a sudden. Yeah, it, it seemed to have its... <laughs> I mean, funny, we joked about Ferrari not detonating. I think we did watch a Ferrari engine detonate. Was it his engine? It certainly looked like it to me. Yeah. It was coming out of side pods and engine cover, which would suggest it was... 
So, right at the bottom of the results page, it says, no, Verstappen scored an additional point for setting the fastest lap of the race. Well, he did on the last lap, because he bought, that was genius. Have to say that was genius. The fact that he stayed behind on the detection line. Oh, that was, like I said, that was a masterclass in driving, with that, to realise to hang back. Where Perez struggled, to, <laughs> Perez struggled to do that. Yeah. Because he kept screwing it up every time. Max sort of hung back and then just went, right, you know, bye. You know. So obviously he got that. Also, to go back for that <clears> fastest <throat> lap, I mean, credit to him, that was ballsy. It could have gone when extremely they were talk, when they were wrong. About it, I was saying, he won't do it. I was like, he won't do it because he was, what, 24 seconds ahead. 23 seconds. It was 22 to do a pit stop. Well, I'm like, if one wheel looks a little bit slow... Yeah. I well, mean, as you know, I do that trick in our races. I know you do that trick. But I'm usually so far up the road. <laughs> Not 20-odd seconds, and it's like... I was thinking, is he going to do it? Is he going to do it? The team were like, no, 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 not do it, and it's like... And it was just a case of flipping the switch. It's like, right, you know, <laughs> yeah, had and, that and, much frigging confidence. And then he came out with like two or three cars. And I thought he's not going to get it because there's too much traffic. But that he red did. bull on a set of softs was, yeah. Yeah. I, mean, I think Perez had it until that point, didn't he? Yeah, Perez had it. And <laughs> Norris had it for a while as well. Mm. I think it might actually have been Norris. It was actually Perez that had it at the time. Are you sure? Yeah, yes. cause he's got the second fastest lap, yeah. Yep. Stroll has the third. Mm. Okay. Well, that, that green red bull continues to go fast when it needs to. So, then it says, De Vries received a five-second penalty for forcing another driver off track. Obviously, Sergeant Magnussen and Ocon times two. So they got 10 seconds. The reason Sonoda um, received five-second penalty, time penalties for exceeding track limits, Sonoda signs Hamilton, Gasly, Albon, Ocon, times two, and De Vries also received an extra 10-second penalty. <laughs> Does that mean Ocon actually got 30 seconds of penalties? Um... If I'm reading two times five, that's ten. And then two times ten, that's another twenty. Well, Ocon ended up back up in 14th. Did, so did he actually get 30 seconds of penalties? Did he get close to what I got in that <laughs> Bahrain race we did that year? Jesus Christ. What it is, is... So, Yuki got five seconds, he served it. Yuki but then got serve it right or something. Yes, so then he got an additional penalty for not serving it. Mm. So like the reason that was the track limits. DeVries got a five second originally, served it, then got extra penalties, an extra ten on top. Mm. Because it. I think it was either Crofty or Ted or whoever it was. They tried to explain that you get a five-second penalty, but then it resets. So even though you've got the five seconds... You'll get another five seconds. It then resets to three. You do the three again, you get another five seconds. <coughs> hmm. But then, obviously, there was that much going on or whatever. I'm guessing it was more than the cameras could catch because it was going a bit bad shit and then I'm guessing that that's why additionally after the race there was all these 10 second penalties yeah. added on it was just bad shit it was crazy it was good it but was good I agree good... best race we've been in the season so far gotta be up there yeah Good old, good old Red Bull ring. I said it from the outset. Red Bull weren't going to let anything rain on their parade, like in their own back garden. But not even Rocket Man. No. <coughs> Did you not? Have you not seen that video? 
No, I haven't. No. Go in a jetpack. <laughs> go in a jetpack at Red Bull Ring. Oh, that uh, woman screaming through the national anthem. <laughs> mm, didn't see the national anthem, so there you go. Oh, I did. I saw it, and yeah, you weren't missing a lot. Um. And basically, yeah, it's part of the show, and then he lands and tumbles and God knows what. <laughs> yeah, it went a bit wrong on the landing. <laughs> Onto solid concrete, I might add. Onto the track. Um, the only thing before we close out, I guess I should have a look at the Fantasy League. You should, you should. So, obviously, if you're new to this, I apologise about that, this bit. If you're new to this, then if you understand why we're talking about Fantasy League, start of the season, me, Alan and David, we created teams and we decided we'd make ourselves an F1 Fantasy League through the official website. And, um, yeah. <laughs> so at the moment, for all, out all races, I am 2,191 points. David is 2,118. I so am closing that gap on I you. know you are closing that gap on me. And we seem to be running away from Alan slightly there. But who got Austria? You. Me. I didn't have a good one then. Why didn't I have a good one? I really? Two you had all positives, but I think you just had low score. Apart from well, Max and Fernando. Fernando, yeah. So why did you... Who did you do so well with then? My Mexican missile. Perez. <laughs> You had two times I... down on Paris, didn't you? Yeah. Oh, you had Norris and all. And Sainz. Ocon. And Alonso. I've got a pretty strong team together. I still think the cost cap on this is a little bit too high. Mm. The fact that I can put that team together and still have a million to spare. To me, that's... You shouldn't be able to have such a strong lineup. Mm. In my opinion. These things are supposed to be about compromise. You, know, you put a really good driver in, but you may have to suffer. But anyway, I'm not going to argue right now because it's paying me dividends. <laughs> it is. Because what did I? I was nearly 60 points clear of you. So that's why I'm, I'm cutting that gap down. That's what I mean. Oh, you what did. I'm right now about 70 points behind you. Literally one good weekend, I could be, I could be in fun. That'll be. You'd have to have a sprint weekend, though. 73 points, I am behind you. Yeah, but you'd have to have a sprint. And just shy of two, well, over 200 clear of Alan. Well, I know I'm clear of Alan. And it's just like, yeah, okay. I mean, it's. Why did Alan have such a bad. I don't know. That's the thing, yeah, he's got, he, he had a two times on down on Max. Yeah, his first team looked strong. Hamilton, I guess, is the big one that lost him there. But no, because Hamilton's got more points than Norris, Alonso, and Stirling. He didn't have a bad, I think, looking at his first team, um, rough races. Mm. He didn't have a bad, it's just nobody was brilliant. No. His second team... Once again, he's all positives. Yeah. I don't know. I just don't... And he's 13. <laughs> yeah. I just don't know... It's... So much done him somewhere. Yeah. It's weird. But we're a long way to go yet, so there's no point counting your chickens. I'm not counting my chickens yet. Maybe need to make some changes for uh, Silverstone. So, you got any predictions for Silverstone? Oh, by hell. <laughs> um, well, 
I don't want to really predict because we we stopped the predictions a long time ago, but it's going to be a Red Bull. Unless Red Bull yeah. have a shocker, it's probably going to be Max at the front. Yeah. I'd say Leclerc's looking Leclerc possibly because you know Leclerc was strong at Silverstone. Leclerc's a possibility. Perez, if he can keep his form up, will be a possibility. And um, I'd like to see Norris up there. Yeah, likewise. And obviously Alonso is a possibility as well. I'm going to say Hamilton's probably a possibility, but it depends how the Merck reacts. And, well, just depends on what the great British weather's going to do as well. Yeah, like with the other one, couldn't we know what we've had over the last few days? Yeah, wind. Well, <laughs> um, I'm talking about the weather, not you personally, mate. Funny. No, but we've had obviously wind and rain and. No, oh, I. You know, it's. Silverstone's the one that I do look forward to. Hmm. Not because we're British either. It's just generally, yeah. generally sometimes Silverstone has provided good, good race. It's a spot where a lot of upgrades always turn up to, and it's a spot where a lot of... A lot of upgrades will be turning up, because a lot of the upgrades were supposed to turn up at Imola, didn't, and then yeah. they, they've left them till Silverstone, so... But, you know, it's like, um, it's most teams' home venue. Well, so... like... What have we got? Who've, who've we got a home team? Aston Martin. That's it. With the exception of Ferrari, Alpha Tauri, and Red Bull, I think every other team is UK based. <coughs> Red Bull's Milton Keynes. Yeah, but the class is Austria, aren't they? The class is Austrian. That's yeah, why but... we get the Austrian national anthem when yes. they win. But Mercedes get German anthem. Of course, yeah. You <laughs> no, you, I, I, yeah. I, I always, I mean, Mercedes is just around the corner from Silverstone. I mean, Aston, yeah. um, Aston Martin, I literally had directly across the road. I don't know if they've still got it because they've, I don't know if the big new factory's on the same site or if they've actually moved. Mm, but that's what I mean. So, yeah, Mercedes is classed as German, German but they have a. Because technically, the Mercedes a... car company is. Well, I mean, Ferrari do some building work in the UK, even though obviously they are Italian. Yeah, they but, do have production in the UK. Everybody does. Yeah, but Mercedes is based on Brackley. Hmm. It's not far from Silverstone. It's, if you go on Google Maps, you can find it. Hmm. Then there's... Because it's on Nicky Lauder Road. Yeah, there's War... Is it Walking? One of them's based as well. Walking. Yeah. Is that not McLaren? Is that McLaren? Or is that Alpha Tauri? No. God, I can't think. Uh, Alpha, Alpha Tauri are Scuderia. True. Don't know. Completely gone blank. <laughs> Doesn't take a lot for you, does it? No. But, 3 o'clock race. So, obviously, anybody wants to tune in to Silverstone, it's half 12 to half 1, 4 till 5, for FP1 and FP2. Obviously, Saturday, it's half 11 till half 12 for FP3. 3 o'clock till 4, qualifying. And then 3 o'clock, yeah. race. On the Sunday. Is there anything you want to round out with? Not really, no. I think we've covered what I wanted to say. Just um, just to say, like I said, you know, best race of the year so far to me. Austria, a track that I have campaigned is a great track for years, proved proved itself in my book. Yeah. And I'm happy to see it on the calendar till at least 2030. Oh, yeah, it is on the calendar, isn't it? They announced just before the race that they've signed the extension deal. That's true. So, you know, it's, like I say, I'm not arguing, it's a great circuit that's well worth its place on the calendar. Yeah. But no, just thank everyone for listening. Thank you for listening on various 
podcasting apps on YouTube or wherever you choose to, you know, carry a pigeon, whatever you're using. Mm. And be sure to hit that like, subscribe, follow, whichever button's just below. As long as it's not the close. So, yeah. This podcast will be out, obviously, as you know, we try and keep them out for, uh, on a Friday, but obviously this will be out on a Friday, this will be out on the Friday. Then, obviously, Silverstone, Friday after that. Then, the only time you won't get any podcasts, we summer break, might do a bit of filler or anything, we don't know yet. Yeah, we're, we'll we're hoping to get see. some F123 live streams in, is our plan. Yeah, that is well, the plan. We... If something comes along worth discussing, I'm sure we will bring it to you. It's one of those, if the summer break, we're not going to sit here and say, well, friggles happened this week, haven't it? Mm. <laughs> like I said, we won't know. Unless it unless it became silly season again, which it's not going to be. Unless it became silly season, then... Uh... You never know yet. <laughs> <That's>... <laughs> not Don't you way... put that evil on me, Ricky Bobby. <laughs> not, not with the way Alonso's going, it won't be silly season. <laughs> you know... Hamilton announces his retirement just at the start of it, and oh boy, it all throws into. Mm. <laughs> Don't quote him on that, by the way. <laughs> Don't hold him to that. No, yeah. don't, the point I'm going to make is you're saying nothing will happen. Trust me, the world of F1 manages to find ways to surprise us on a pretty regular basis. Well, that's very true. <laughs> that's very true. So, yeah. So, thank you for listening. And uh, we shall see you next time. Obviously, thank you to David for being here again. Thank you for having me, sir. It's always a pleasure. It's good fun. So we shall see you on the next one. So until then. Later, folks. Goodbye for now.